letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With the Monday WCCO All Local, I'm Laura Oaks. Today's stories include two Minnesota congressmen making big waves on the national stage and an update on 22 dogs rescued last week. But we begin with the latest homicide in St. Paul. That's where police say it's too early to say if the city's latest homicide is connected to any other shooting incidents in the city last night. The crime happened on the 400 block of South Clinton Avenue, a neighborhood about two blocks away from the West Side Pedestrian Bridge that spans Robert Street. The man was found by police on the ground behind a home. He had a gunshot wound and he was pronounced dead at the scene. St. Paul Police Sergeant Mike Ernster. Our homicide unit investigators and staff, as well as our um, other staffs are looking for any video in that area that might uh, show what occurred. We're also looking for any witnesses to come forward that may have information regarding this case. This is the city's 29th reported homicide of the year. On St. Paul's west side, Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Sentencing today for a former Minneapolis police officer who beat a man during the unrest after the murder of George Floyd in 2020. As part of a plea deal, Justin Stetson pleaded guilty to felony assault and misconduct as a police officer after repeatedly kicking and hitting Jaleel Stallings, who is black. Stallings won a million and a half dollars in a settlement from the city of Minneapolis. Stetson will not have to serve prison time as part of his plea deal. Minneapolis has a new Commissioner of Community Safety. Do you, Todrick Barnett, having been appointed Commissioner to the Office of Community Safety, now solemnly swear that you will support the Constitution of the United States and the laws of the state of Minnesota, the charter and ordinances of the city of Minneapolis? I do. Congratulations. Todd Barnett taking the oath of office this morning at historic Minneapolis City Hall. Among those in city council chambers for the ceremony were many members of Barnett's family and a number of close friends and colleagues. I am just completely overwhelmed by the support here uh, and seeing all the people. Um, that's really <clears throat> impacted my life. Barnett was chief judge of Hennepin County District Court and was nominated for the post by Mayor Jacob Fry. Council gave their approval last week. Barnett now oversees the city's police, fire, emergency management, 911, and neighborhood safety departments. Minnesotans in Congress are in the national political spotlight. Sixth District Congressman Tom Emmer is one of the candidates for Speaker of the U.S. House, a post no other Minnesotan has held. He was endorsed by former Speaker Kevin McCarthy on Meet the Press. He sets himself head and shoulders above all those others who want to run. We need to get him elected this week and move on. And 3rd District Congressman Dean Phillips is expected to announce he is running for president against Joe Biden. WCCO radio political analyst Bloyce Olson. It's a unique strategy and it's a different strategy, but he's not your traditional politician. He comes at it from business, and I think he's one step at a time. Last year, Phillips came on WCCO radio to say that President Biden should not automatically be the Democratic Party's nominee and that voters should have a choice that includes younger candidates. Al Shock, Newstalk 830, WCCO. The Animal Humane Society providing an update on the medical and behavioral conditions of the 22 dogs seized from a rescue in Andover last week. The dogs within their care are in a range of physical conditions. 
conditions. Investigations manager Liv Hagen says specifics on each dog will not be disclosed due to their connection to eight dogs found dead on Grey Cloud Island. Now that the dogs are in our care, they've been very thirsty, very hungry. Um, we do have dogs that are currently being treated for some fear and anxiety as well. All dogs were vaccinated upon arrival to Animal Humane Society. Over the next week or so, we'll continue to assess their medical and behavioral needs and make sure that we give each one that individual care that they all need as well. Hagen says the shelter's ultimate goal is to get all of the affected dogs adopted. A powerful exhibit is now open in Minneapolis, which focuses on the bravery of women who have survived breast cancer. A seven and a half foot tall painting of Katie Tessman, dressed as Wonder Woman, is on display at a Minneapolis church. It's all part of the Breast Cancer Superhero Project. Well, my parents remind me that optimism is my main superpower. She was diagnosed with breast cancer 14 years ago after her first ever mammogram. She shared how optimism has worked in her life when her hair fell out and she had to tell her kids. I told my boys that's a sign that the medicine is working. In 2013, artist Barbara Porwit created the portraits of several women to honor them as they fought breast cancer. She asked each one which superhero they would be. Now, 10 years later, all the women are still living and giving back to others. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Go for football head coach P.J. Fleck is sharing a little bit about how he celebrated his first ever win against the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday. Fleck says the team, along with the Floyd of Rosedale Trophy, didn't get back to Minneapolis until about 1 a.m. Sunday. You know, I've had a very special bottle uh, that I've been that's in, in my uh, in my bourbon cabinet that I collect. And uh, it had that name written on it and uh, got home and Heather and I shared just a, just a, just a teeny bit of what it tastes like. And uh, it tasted just as good as I thought. So uh, it was worth the wait. Fleck says it's the first time since 1993 that the Gophers have won both the Floyd of Rosedale and the Paul Bunyan Axe in the same season. Lots of bodies passing through MSP Airport last week during the MEA break. The Metropolitan Airports Commission says travel was up 12 percent from last year, with 325,000 people departing from MSP. The busiest day was last Thursday, with nearly 50,000 passing through the gates. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO.